your number one source for election coverage and analysis. This is Gerard at Large. It's 17 minutes before the hour here on the Gerard at Large radio show. We continue with Ward 4 school board candidate here in the Queen City, Mark Flanders. He's up against incumbent Leslie Want in a rematch of a race that was Pretty close for a newcomer uh, two years ago. The dynamics of that ward have shifted dramatically as the tax twins of uh, of uh, Alderman Chris Herbert and Leslie Want have now had two years to go before the voters uh, or go before the, uh, the the people and share exactly what their thoughts are. Mark, as we are heading into the uh, last um, last segment, you had a question for me. Right. Yeah, we're talking about class size a little bit before you had touched on it. My question to you is, um, there's a lot of talk about classes over 30. Yeah. How many of those classes are there in the system that are over 30, and how many classes in total are there in what you know, percentage? It's statistically irrelevant. Uh, you I, know, I haven't seen the most up-to-date ones, and I, I typically wait until the October numbers come out because there's an awful lot of um, addition of personnel there are you know registration changes kids who are registered don't show up kids who aren't registered do show up and so september tends to be pretty fluid and it starts to settle down right around now but last i looked there were i think there were not even a handful of classes in the elementary school that were out of that were at 30 out of roughly 250 um any class at 30 is you know, one class too many. Mm-hmm. But if you take a look at the class sizes across the district, I, I think people would be surprised by how many of them are in what would be considered the reasonable range of, say, 18 to 22, 18 to 24. The overwhelming majority of them are, you know, under 25, uh, with a big chunk of them being well under 25. So, you know, to some degree, it's a manufactured controversy. Um, there are certain bubbles. A, a specific grade in a school might be affected. You might have a fifth grade with uh, you know two classes of thirty. Well, the rest of the school is at twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Uh, y- you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what we t- that's what we tend to see. So the idea that it's sort of systemic. There are there are there are um, some buildings with bigger challenges than others. Uh, Northwest Elementary, Beach Street, uh, come to mind. Um, but overall. Uh, Green Acres is, is and McDonough have uh, pretty pretty heavy loads too, but those are things that redistricting could solve, and that that is been an effort that your uh, your, your opponent has led. She chaired the redistricting committee, which I am also a member of. <laughs> and uh, when is that going to get done? Well, Doctor Vargas is hoping to bring something forward in the not too distant future, as the uh, uh, findings of the facility audit should be uh, coming to a conclusion. And I suspect the facility audit is going to tell us what we already know, and that's where the space in the buildings are. And the question will be, what does the board do to take advantage of the space in the buildings that it has? I don't know if you have any thoughts on that uh, based on what you've seen over the last couple of years. Well, it's nice to see, uh, not that I want to take credit for it, but that the school department is finally talking about moving out of their their condo and into West uh, with a space there. Good Mm -hmm. to see some movement there. Um, I. I think redistricting is a great thing. Um, I'm not sure. I'd, I'd like to know the capacity. I tried to a little bit the other night looking at the schools, you know, how many are in certain schools, like, for example, uh, Smith Road, how many are there versus how many are McDonough. Yeah. Um, the fact, I grew up in South Manchester, like mm-hmm. Bakersfield. 
the fact that my opponent wanted to put those kids from Bakersville on the west side, you got to be kidding me, right? And that, that lasted about five minutes, as you saw. Yeah, and, and one of her big pushes has been to try to get the fifth grades out of the elementary schools and into the middle schools because she thinks there's room there. I actually don't agree with that. But she also wants to free up enough classrooms, and she's told me this, so I have no compunction saying it. She also wants to free up enough classrooms in the elementary schools where she can make a an argument for universal preschool in the city. So what are your thoughts on moving kids from the fifth grade into the middle schools and universal preschool? I'm totally against preschool. You, you got to be kidding me. Um, kindergarten, fine. Preschool, it's just perpetuating, perpetuating an, a, an industry, um, which I don't think we need. I think parents should be bringing up their kids at that point. Um, yeah, so you're not for taking three years, three year olds. I'm sure it would be voluntary universal preschool. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. But I don't want to pay for that. Do you? <laughs> oh, Mark, we're going to pay for it one way or the other. We're either going to save them by taking them out of their homes at three, or they're going to be in prison by the time they're thirteen. Don't you know that? No. Uh, or twenty three, maybe no, not thirteen. No. Twenty three. They'll be pregnant by the time they're thirteen, and twenty, and and, and in prison by the time they're twenty. And and the question: moving fifth graders to middle school, you're saying? Yes. So there would be fifth through eighth? She's actually proposed that, yeah. I don't know if I like that. I, mean, I grew up in a period where it was one through eight. I, I kind of like that idea myself, but, I mean, that's yeah. antiquated, I understand. But yeah. you've got, you got a, a wide variation of ages. You've got an eighth graders within fifth gra- with fifth graders in there. I don't know. It's, yeah. it, it's a bad mix. Well, my, my bet is there's going to have to be, if you want to use the available space, there's going to have to be a grade reconfiguration of at least some schools somewhere to move kids from where there are too many to where there is room for them. For mm-hmm. them. Um, is there anything you'd be particularly concerned about with a grade reconfiguration? I mean, like the 2007 plan where they, you know, had Parkside as a four through six elementary school and the three West side elementary schools is pre-K through three. And then West would be seven through 12. I'm open to that. You know, I'm not locked in on anything. I'd, I'd... You just want to solve the problem. Yeah. In a manner that doesn't, affect the uh, educational opportunities or diminish the educational opportunities. And when is it, when is it going to get done? You know, um, in terms of redistricting, uh, Beach Street School, why don't those kids, those kids should be going to Central. They shouldn't be going to Memorial. I, I don't understand that. And I'm not sure the uh, Smith Road, the public housing that's up off of Smith Road, why do those guys go to McDonough? Why well, don't they go to Smith Road? They're, they're, they're right there. Right. And they used to go there. And for some reason, that was changed probably 10 years ago. Why, why is that? <laughs> you, you, the, 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 the real answer is very politically incorrect. But uh, there, were, there were people at uh, Smith Road School who didn't want those kids. That's why I say that. It, it's mm-hmm. disgusting. They had to be ashamed of themselves. Right. But those kids are now going back. Because one of the things that the board did do when it realigned the uh, elementary feeder pattern into the middle schools was it took care of that what's called attendance island up off of Mammoth Road. And so over the next two years, it's a phase-in kind of thing. Those, those kids from that neighborhood will uh, start, starting this year, actually start coming to Smith. So it'll take, I think it'll take another two years to completely phase it in, so but clear, that's been addressed. So clearly there's some capacity at Smith Road. 
No, there's absolutely capacity. Because I, I noticed there's like 300 students, 300-something, don't hold me to the number, versus 500 at McDonough. Right. Well, I mean, McDonough is a, a bigger school physically Correct. because it's the old Immaculata High. Yeah. But the uh, the thing with Smith Road is a lot of its capacity is being eaten up by special education and preschool programs. So the uh, w- w- the the big elementary autism program is located over at Smith Road School. And that's another thing. You take a look at the the buildings and people say, oh, we're all full. But part of the reason why uh, there's diminished capacity in the buildings is because we have all of these programs now in the buildings that require um, uh, large amounts of space for a few numbers of kids. And so that's one of the reasons why the district uh, needs to assess where its capacities are so that – programs can be appropriately placed without handicapping the ability of a school to serve its neighborhood like smith road right and one of those numbers coming out in terms of uh, capacities uh, uh dr vargas was hopeful that he'd have something um by the end of september so i'm expecting something to come to us in october and let me say just just briefly um from what I'm seeing, I'm very impressed with Dr. Vargas. He's, he's a breath of fresh air. Uh, he is, and it would be nice if we could get him some more support on the board because we hear a lot of, oh, I support Dr. Vargas, followed by, but um, not on this issue or not on that issue. And not that everybody should be a rubber stamp for a superintendent. Certainly, I was not a rubber stamp for Superintendent Livingston, but I spent more of my time challenging her to provide the data to support her recommendations than I did uh, opposing her because I didn't agree with what she wanted to do. When it comes to the day-to-day management of stuff, I don't want to be a manager. I don't want to be a micromanager, but I do want them to be able to justify their recommendations, provide data that um, um, supports them, and provide me with the the results after it's done. Mm-hmm. And and that's where I become a bit of a, an accountability freak. But uh, let me ask you this, because you know things in your ward... I, I think have taken a dramatic political turn um, with statements by Alderman Chris Herbert, yeah, very which, familiar which have not been repudiated by Leslie Want. You know, basically saying, "Oh, well, you know, you want to give elderly people a tax credit to stay in their home." No, I say, you know, we the government had to have a program to take them out of their home and put new people in their homes uh, so that they can pay the taxes. And he said the idea of the elderly running the city was. Uh, absurd. Okay. Um, Leslie Watt was at that meeting where that was said. Right. Um, she has not said anything to repudiate it. She has not said anything to uh, distance herself from those comments. And in fact, she herself, I think it was on the Ed and Joe show, said she wasn't there to represent the taxpayers. She was there for the kids. And there doesn't seem to be any sort of a desire to control spending or or to reallocate resources. And I, I wonder if you're elected, Mark, um, who will you be there to represent? Who will you be there to serve? And what kinds of questions will you be asking the, uh, the administration and the people that uh, answer to you about the allocation of resources? As I just handed you my, uh, my palm card, Schools are for the students, clearly, but I will be there to represent the taxpayers and the parents first and foremost. And that's not throwing the kids under the bus, but that's who I will be there to represent. 
Gotcha. So what sorts of things will you, uh, you know, take your, your background and experience? What, what does that lead you to? What sort of areas do you see yourself focusing on as a member of the board? What kinds of questions do you see yourself asking the administration when it comes to allocation of resources? Well, I started out with the litigation, as you saw, with the lawyers. I'm sure there's a chunk of money going in there. Yeah, it's at least a quarter of a million dollars. Uh, human resources, being the manager, I have some experience with that. Um, negotiations, uh, I'm, I'm very good at. Contracts between various vendors, I, I would be interested in uh, to see how those go out. Sounds like you want to be on the finance committee. <laughs> yeah, 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 budgetary stuff. Um, absolutely. Gotcha. All right, so... We know that there is somewhere a Facebook page, uh, Mark Flanders for School Board, but how else can people uh, reach you, and what do you plan to do between now and the end of the campaign? Well, I, let me start out by reaching me. My phone number is 641-9744. Email, same as my name, markjflanders at comcast.net. My Facebook is still uh, a question. Uh, you, you just told me it's uh, the at Mark yeah, I Flanders. saw the I, I saw I saw the at sign in front of it, so I'm I'm wondering if that's part of the issue. Basically, it's Mark Flanders for school board, but you just informed me that the ad is in front of it, so maybe at Mark Flanders for school board. Right. Um, I've been walking the wards a lot lately, and uh, it's refreshing. You know, I'm getting my wife out, get my dog out, get my kids out. Um, what are you hearing from people when you're going door to door? The fact that you're there, they love you. The, the eye contact. They're they're thankful that you're running. They're thankful that you that you want to serve. Clearly, taxes are the top issue. Um, clearly, and I don't want to besmirch people or the school board, but it, it's a mess. I mean, you sit on it. You see what it's like. Well, you know, either the board is going to – either the members of the board are going to act to protect and advance the integrity of the board and honor their roles or they're going to continue with the personal squabbles um, that have interfered yeah. with the board's ability just to get things done. Yeah, Exactly. Does not. I don't see a lot of difference between you know the union, the administration. It's all about themselves, um, and I think more of it should be about services to the city, and more for the students and more for the schools instead of their own personal interests. All right, Mark Flanders, candidate for school board in Manchester Ward Four. You can reach Mark at Mark J Flanders at Comcast dot net. And 641-9744, that's 641-9744, Facebook page pending a, uh, a revision, so yes. keep an eye out for it. We've got there. some gurus working on it. There you go. Thank gurus. you so much. Mark, I appreciate you being with us I this morning. I appreciate it as well. All righty.